Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live on Instagram every Thursday at around 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, or you can catch the replay on all podcast providers and YouTube. Today, we're your hosts, Mitzi and... Mike. (laughs) Mikey Mike. Mikey Mike on the mic. Here we go. Well, what's going on? How are you doing? (laughs) Honestly, I'm not great. I'm so grumpy because as I drove into the office this morning, I dropped my full hot coffee all over my lap. Your whole coffee? Like three-fourths. Dang. Yeah. I thought you just like dripped a little bit. No. It's like my whole pants are like wet. It was like on the seat, on the steering wheel. And you know when you like something like that happens and you realize how like on edge you actually are? are. (laughs) Exactly. Like… I it took I had to like really mentally recover because <laughs> I was about to go home. Yeah, I could feel you recovering all morning. I sure. still am. To Even be as honest. I asked the question, I <clears throat> was asking myself, "Do I want to ask this?" question? Yeah, so tread lightly. All right, I think we're going to argue today. <laughs> you like arguing with me? Yeah, I do because I usually win. Um, no. Arguing. What we... What's funny about you is you think that when we argue that you're flirting. But I think when we argue, we're arguing. <laughs> I would say the opposite. Because usually when we're arguing, you're like, you like that I have so much attitude. You do, though. Yeah. <laughs> so you like it? Sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, should we talk about the mini course? Yes. So we launched our first ever mini course. It is how to get started on social media. It's perfect if you're a newbie to managing a brand account on social media. It gives you the ins and outs of like, content pillars, why they're important, planning out your content, what kind of goals to set, everything you need to know to get started. So go check it out. It's linked in our social media bios. You can chat, catch it on Instagram or link in bio or on TikTok or link in bio. We'll also add it to the show notes for today's episode. Wow. Making it easy for the people. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, built it on The Leap. And right. uh, we wanted to shout that out because The Leap just officially dropped that product yesterday. And uh, this is a project they've been working on for a long time. They're a great source for creator news and uh, value, like tips for monetization and uh, building learning products and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, we picked the Leap because it's a really great mobile-first experience and it's easy to use. It has AI functionality to help like really streamline the process. So mm-hmm. what could typically take weeks could even be a matter of a few hours once you have the material figured out. Or so. less. Like It's pretty easy and intuitive to use. Would um, you say you could create a mini course in an hour? Definitely, if you're ready to film. I nice. think the, the biggest hang-up is like filming because what you do is you add like what you want people to learn and then their AI like builds it out for you. You just have to add some like videos into it so it has like your unique POV, but it's so easy to use. Um, they're also a client of ours. So if you're new here and you're like, who are these people and what do they do? Um, we are a marketing agency and we've been supporting the Leap for the past 18 months. And they've been one of our favorite clients. Pro- I'm just yeah. going to come out and say Ooh. it. <laughs> Hope our other clients aren't watching I said this. one of. Oh, one of. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. I would agree with that. One of our favorites. Yeah. We got to build it from scratch with them, which has been yeah. a really cool experience. Yeah. So we're super excited to see this out live So the if world. you got a bit of an audience, you have a point of view, and you want to build a mini course, maybe you've been thinking about building a bigger course, and you just want a smaller, easier step to take first, mm-hmm. then go check it out. Theleap.co. That's right. Cool.
<laughs> what else is new? Well, we we're gonna we plan to talk about our lack of cooking at home. Right. Yes. So that's another thing that put me on edge. We bought groceries this weekend. And if you have kids and you're don't have childcare on the weekends, like you have to really plan to go grocery shopping because our kids at least don't want to go. I feel like and, most people don't have childcare on the weekends. Right. Yeah. So it's it's like an it's an event. Yeah. It is an event. It's a whole family affair. Yeah. Either that or one of us goes and then the other person just like taming the lions at home totally. or at the park or something so like that. So we got groceries, had every intention to cook our meals at home this week, and we haven't cooked a single meal at home once. So I'm grumpy about that too. Yeah, it's just been one of those weeks. It's a short week. We, Our team all was off for a stat on Monday. So, And then things just happen later. We're cramming too much in, and then we end up just having to order. Or one of us forgets to take the meat out of the freezer, which one is of a classic. <laughs> One of us. It could be me. It could be you, depending on the day. I see. I'm not placing blame anywhere. Do you remember when, like, you're in high school and your mom would be like, oh, can you take out the chicken from the freezer? I'm going to make it for dinner tonight. And you don't. And then she comes home and she's so mad. I get that. I'm feeling PTSD as you're describing that. (laughs) I'm feeling rage on behalf of my mom. Yeah. I remember the fear as a child, but now I can relate to the rage. I can so relate to the rage. Like if you don't take the chicken out and I've specifically taken time to ask you to do so. And back in the day, at least when I was in high school, you had to like call the landline at home, wait for them to answer. But like now if I send a text, like my work is done. It's like I don't account for the time that you get the text, look at the text, acknowledge the text and do the things. I've done my part to make sure that the chicken is out of the freezer. But like my mom, who had to like hold on the line, like take time out of her day job, call, and then I would just chill at home watching TV. You're just calling TELUS instead to figure out why they took off Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay, wow. Where's that bell? Yeah, bell. (laughs) Yeah. So one of my after-school rituals was to watch the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then one day I came home and it wasn't on the TV. And I was like so confused. So... I called TELUS, which is our cable provider, to ask them why the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air wasn't on. And this poor TELUS like associate was, or like call center person was like, I have no idea why it's not on the TV. And also it's not my problem. It's the angsty and I was trying to so upset at them. Yeah. So it was just before I understood what was happening with the cable. Anyways, that's a fun throwback a story. A grumpy, mitzy moments. <laughs> I know. I'm not usually this grumpy. I just just feel Maybe it that's today. that's a question you should ask yourself. <laughs> well, should we get into the sip? Let's do it. All right, it's time for the sip, your weekly rundown of the top stories happening in social media. First, we got generative AI editing is coming to Instagram. Then TikTok is introducing TikTok shops, including shoppable videos, live shopping, and more, making it easier than ever to shop directly from the app. Instagram is adding a following filter for Reels. So it's a way to sort um, so you can see Reels only from people that you follow instead of um, from whoever Instagram thinks you want to see. TikTok is testing out a $4.99 per month ad-free subscription plan, and we all are wondering why. And Instagram is experimenting with longer Reels with 3-minute to 10-minute Reels being tested internally. What do you think? I I already know which one you're most excited about. (laughs) And it's the one I'm least excited about. It's the gener- cool. <laughs> generative AI editing coming to Instagram. Nobody yeah. asked for this, but I guess why I get why some people are just like jazzed up about it. 
Well, I think it's a cool progression just in tech in general, like bringing generative AI to more of the platforms we're using every day, you know, rather than only in chat GPT or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I guess you won't use it. Nope. We'll see. What I'm interested in is longer reels, three to 10 minutes. I think that's super interesting. Going into long form video, um, I can see why they're doing this. Like TikTok has three to 10 minute reels too. So have you why posted not one Instagram that's reels? longer than three minutes? I would actually, except I, because I post TikToks that are longer than one minute and I've tried to repost them to Instagram or to reels and I've tried to cut them to make it under one minute, but it just doesn't work. So I like having the flexibility to go to three minutes. I don't think anyone really needs to go to 10 minutes, but if you need to go to three minutes, like, I think that's good, especially since most people are cross-posting between TikTok and Instagram. So why not have the ability to post your longer form videos under five minutes to reels? Yeah, but what about from five to ten minutes? Like, what's the point of that? Well, I don't know. Some people are doing ten minutes. And, like, I'm sure people who have, like, YouTube channels and are, like, more long-form creators, like, vlogs can easily be ten minutes. So I can see the appeal for sure because a lot of these, like, vloggers and, like, YouTubers have quite a big community on Instagram. So you could do a lot with like having a 10-minute or like seven-minute kind of video that points to a longer video. Maybe I just need to see it. I haven't seen it, but I just don't really expect people on Instagram or TikTok to have that kind of attention span. I think, think, yeah. Like already average watch time is like five or six seconds on these platforms. And I think that uh, Instagram and TikTok are trying to encourage more long-form video content and consumption because it's just better for people to spend longer time watching videos and creates like more like connection to the videos. So I can see why. Okay. Yeah. On to some more exciting news. Uh, Beyonce's Renaissance tour film, his first day pre-sales is estimated to be around six to seven million dollars. Imagine making that much money in one day. That would be a treat. <laughs> that would be a treat. Beyonce dropped the trailer for the Renaissance concert film over the weekend, which hits theaters on December 1st. Insiders say that the film will incorporate highlights from the Renaissance World Tour, long-awaited music videos for the visual album Renaissance, and a docu-style account of recording the, al- the album and conceiving the tour. An auction for the project was teased to major studios and streamers in mid-September, and Beyonce chose an unconventional deal template, which was forged by AMC and Taylor Swift in August. Swift's film was self-financed, and she will see over 50% of box office gross sales in the arrangement, and Beyonce will get the same deal, says Variety's sources. So basically, like, Taylor Swift and Beyonce have self-funded the video production of this film and they have licensed a deal to pre- like screen it into theaters so they're making like pretty good coin from this which is so smart. Yeah, and I just got to say I'm honored that you asked me to go with you. I did ask you to go with me. I know how much of a Beyoncé stan you are and uh, you loved the concert. Yes. And now you want to go see the movie experience with me. So thank you. I'm excited. I think the documentary stuff will be interesting. Like Mm -hmm. the behind the scenes and the extra like creative treatment that it gets beyond just what her live performance was. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be really interesting. The concert was so like overly stimulating that I can't wait to see it in theater so I can really like see everything and like pay attention to like the details of it because I was just like so like like overwhelmed during the concert. And of course like you miss things and you get like – 
you know, so excited for the songs. Right. So I'm excited to see more of the details of it. And also like the behind the scenes stuff is so interesting with Beyonce because she's such a great creative director. So I'm very excited for this. Cool. It's going to be fun. Ready? Speaking of fun, Chiefs Jets game with Taylor (laughs) Swift is most watched Sunday show since the Super Bowl, Mm. which is wild. Crazy. So on October 1st for Sunday Night Football, it was featuring the New York Jets hosting the Kansas City Chiefs at MetLife Stadium. It averaged 27 million viewers, making it the most watched Sunday program since the Super Bowl last year. Crazy. We have Taylor Swift to thank mostly for this, who made an appearance for the second consecutive game after weeks of a rumored romance between her and the Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. Um, this time Swift booked her her whole suite and brought her famous friends, including Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Who else was there? Um, Sabrina Carpenter, uh, Queen of the North. What's her name? Queen of the North? Yeah, from Game of Thrones. She's like going through a divorce with uh, the Jonas Brothers, Nick Jonas. Sophie Turner, thank you very Mm, much. Uh, Sophie Turner was there. And Hugh Jackman was there. Oh, yeah, that's who I was trying (laughs) to think of. Random. Yeah, I was most excited for Ryan Reynolds. Yes. I wonder if he thought it was a different kind of football when she invited him. No, come on. Like, I'm sure he knows. <laughs> but know. good joke. He's the Wrexham guy. He is the Wrexham guy. But um, other notable inten- attendees were Aaron Rodgers, yes. Jeremy Strong, and Paul Rudd. Do you know who Jeremy Strong is? He's um, Kendall from Succession. Yes. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, I saw a meme that was like, of course, it's like Kendall energy to try and like steal the show from Taylor Swift or something like that. That is Kendall energy. Yeah. So since Kelsey's romance with Swift has taken the internet by storm, he's gained over a million Instagram followers, which is wild. And uh, yeah, it's been quite the affair. For sure. I feel like, so actually since this report came out, I saw that people, the NFL is getting backlash for being so thirsty about Taylor Swift. And like they literally changed all their bios. They posted like a million videos of her and everyone was, it just seemed like the NFL was like maybe favoring like the Kansas City team and because like they're doing well, obviously they're also like the Super Bowl like winners from last year. Like they just needed to cool it, yeah. cool it with the Taylor Swift energy. And I get we're all excited. She's at the game. She's bringing the Swifties to the NFL. But it's just a little thirsty for the NFL to be so intense about it. Yeah, I saw even Travis Kelsey this week was quoted as saying that he feels like the NFL is overdoing it with the yeah, Swift stuff. For sure. For sure overdoing it. But it's it's fun to see. It's crazy how invested I am in football this year. Is it because I, of that? No, for sure. It's because of hard knocks. And I've talked about this on the show. Like I am so invested in this storyline of the Jets and how like they had this like you know, superstar quarterback coming to save their season and their franchise. And then he gets injured in like the first minute of the first game. And now the backup quarter is like called to the field to like do his best. And he's just a kid like trying to make it work. And Jets fans in New York is like all like hating him. And like, he's like the underdog of all underdogs. And the Jets are like the underdog of all teams. So I'm just like really here for this story. And I just need to see the whole thing through. I really hope the Jets can somehow rally and make the playoffs and then Aaron Rodgers can come back from his injury and just take him to the Super Bowl. For sure. And I know that Aaron Rodgers is very focused on coming back. Typically at his age, someone recovering from an Achilles tear like that wouldn't be expected to come back for playoffs. But 
The other thing is like Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a hippie. Like he had the, did this whole like darkness retreat to decide if he wanted to stay in the NFL and go to the Jets or retire. And I'm pretty sure I've seen some people talking about how he's like doing a different kind of like treatment and recovery plan mm-hmm. than typical. Like I've seen I think that a little too. more natural, like using like <laughs> mushrooms. He's and, just like, a granola mom. And at even heart. like stem cell therapy and like stuff like that. Like he's pretty progressive. So I mean, even on the sideline, he was in a walking boot, but he was walking pretty good for yeah. having like completely torn his Achilles tendon. So there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance, and and I'm gonna I'm I believe it. I have hope. Yeah. Okay, when you think of Achilles, or when you hear Achilles, what do you think of? Um, that movie. Troy. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> With Brad Pitt. Yeah. That's Same. an iconic story. It is. Okay, last story. Forbes released their second annual top creators list for 2023. The top 50 creators have a combined 2.6 billion followers and haul in an estimated $700 million in earnings. The top 10 familiar faces include Mr. Beast, KSI, Jake Paul, Rat and Link, Charlie D'Amelio, Logan Paul, Elliot Tebble or Fuck Jerry, Emma Chamberlain, Matt Rat. Rife and Brent Rivera. I don't think that Jake Paul or Logan Paul should be considered creators at this stage. Aren't they like wrestlers? They're fighters, but they they are creators first. Like that's how they started. That's how they became known. But that's like Rihanna being considered like a pop star. She's like not anymore. Like she's an entrepreneur. She's like a business mogul. Yeah, but she's still a musician. Right, I guess she just did perform the Super Bowl. Maybe that's a bad example, but it just doesn't feel fair for them to be on this list for some reason. Well, I think their fighting is like very much a part of their content. You know, like it's all about like audience building and like, I don't know, like manufacturing attention, Hmm. you know? Interesting. Yeah, I think it makes sense that they're on there. Yeah, well. Mr. Beast is a kind of annoying to me. He's just like, yeah. his personality annoys me. Oh, really? He does cool stuff, though, I guess. That's a hot take. Cool. Cool. And with a hot take. And with a hot take. Now well, that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Cheers. Salud. Salud.